friends, welcome to Catholic Ad Lib. Catholic Ad Lib is where we love to talk about the gospel and pretty much nothing else because it's that rich and it's life-giving. Um, nothing compares to the gospels. I have been uh, a bit absent and I apologize. Um, there's no excuse. Um, but today... And I feel as though I've had some things pent up. Uh, today is the day to uh, to unpack some things, share some things, because today is a monumentous day. In the Catholic faith, this is the Feast of Corpus Christi, uh, the body of Christ. And I'm going to share a few thoughts, uh, but... I first need to give a disclaimer that it, it's obvious, but I'll say it nonetheless. I'm not an expert in anything, uh, particularly this topic, because I don't have the intellect. Uh, I don't think any of us have the intellect to truly understand what Christ is telling us. That the Eucharist is his body and his blood. I mean, fundamentally, how can that be, right? But I'd like to really start by sharing with you something that I came across very recently. And it was written by a man who was, uh, he died not long ago, 1968, in a, in a town uh, in Kentucky. And he wrote in his 27 years of writing, he wrote 50 books. His most popular, the most popular book for him was Seven Story Mountain. Uh, his name is Thomas Merton. And in speaking of uh, Corpus Christi, the body of Christ, I wanted to share with you a quote from Merton that he wrote some time ago. And it has to do with our being at peace and what it, what it means to be at peace, what, what, what it takes to be at peace with oneself. And what I, what I believe is what Merton writes is that, you know, we're in this, it's like a constant struggle, right? It's, it's a struggle inside of ourself for us to be at peace. And I know for me that is true, but I also know the struggle is true, I should say. But when I encounter people that are truly at peace, and it's rare, there's a reason. I can think of a couple people in, in my life there's a lot of people I know that have a peace about them, but there's few people I know that are truly at peace with all things. Anyway, Merton is speaking of uh, unity and being at peace and, and why it's so difficult. And he says, we are not at peace with each other because we are not at peace with ourselves. 
And we are not at peace with ourselves because we are not at peace with God. We are not at peace with ourselves because we are not at peace with God. So if you think there's a lot of unrest in the world, you know, there's fighting for sure, but there's a lot, a whole lot of quarreling that's going on. And that's, that word is really interesting because in today's gospel, John 6, verses 51 to 58, when Jesus said that he is a living bread that came down from heaven, and whoever eats this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world, the Jews that heard this started to quarrel amongst themselves. We are quarreling people. We are not a peaceful people. And I think we would do well to heed Merton's advice that if we want to be peaceful, we're not going to achieve it without Christ. And then that leads us to today's solemnity, solemnity or solemn day, solemn meaning serious or earnest. It's a day to treat seriously and in earnest because we recall or we want to shine a very bright light on the body of Christ and not the body that was nailed to a cross, but the body that we receive. Right. Back to what Jesus said in the, in the gospel. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. I want to insert something here that if, uh, if you're not aware, and you could easily find it on YouTube or the internet, Miracles of the Eucharist have been, have happened, they'll continue to happen. God is giving us in these miracles, they're unexplainable, but God is giving us these miracles that support 1,000% what he said 2,000 years ago, the living bread. So the Eucharist that is received at Mass, the bread that is consecrated by a priest who has the power to call down the Holy Spirit and change the body, excuse me, change the bread and wine into the body and blood of our Lord. You know, back then people quarreled, and I'm, I'm not proud to say that 70% of the people of my faith, the Catholic faith, don't believe what I just said. 70%, which is incredible. But again, back to Merton, we will not have peace and unity without Christ, without our being at peace with him, at peace with God. Later today, uh, my my wife and I and some of our children will be with us. We're going to travel an hour or so from our home 
to attend Mass. And after Mass, there is going to be a Eucharistic procession. And the Eucharist will be placed in a very, uh, I'll call it fancy uh, and ornate uh, object. It, it's meant to draw your attention. And in the middle of this, it's called a monstrance. In the middle of the monstrance is the Eucharist, the consecrated host. And we will, after Mass, parade, process, I should say process, not parade. It's not a parade. But we will do that outside the church. And it is a public witness of who we follow. We will be following the priest who will be holding high the Eucharist in the monstrance. And I know what will happen. I've done this only once before, and it was very moving. I know what will happen. You will see people look, and, and the looks on their face, it, it, it's as though they're saying, what in the heck is this, right? When in reality, it should be a common occurrence. Christ wants to be among us, and we we should not be afraid to state that we are following him, him who is present and alive in the Eucharist. And I, I referred to the Eucharistic miracles. Again, tr try to take a, take a look and see, read on the internet. There have been studies. There have been examinations over and over. What we, what we look at that appears to be a, a simple wafer or piece of bread, God has given us many glimpses over the, over the thousands of years many examples where it is living. It is living. And we should do what he tells us to do. He tells us that his flesh is true food and his blood is true drink. And then most, most importantly, that whoever eats this bread will live forever. But forever is not in this world. I, do you really want to live in this world forever? Count me out. But Jesus always refers to the kingdom of God and that there is a place for us. And you know, we, we can't pick and choose. We can't pick and choose to agree with him on certain things. We must as, as difficult as it is, this is central. We must believe about his body and blood, what he said. There, it, it, look, it's either true or it isn't, right? It, it is what he says it is or it isn't. It, it's, it's, it's Jesus talking. Therefore, we can take it to the bank is one way to say it. So on the heels of what we celebrated a few weeks ago, Pentecost, the Holy Spirit descending to be with us, the Holy Spirit being the love between God the Father and God the Son. And then we followed that up in the church with the Feast of the Holy Trinity. 
the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And now we have the feast, the solemnity of Corpus Christi. Wow, wow, wow. Part of me wants to do nothing but sit and pray and ponder these feasts, these solemnities. Again, last time, let me suggest do a little bit of research on miracles of the Eucharist, in particular one that happened 1996 in Buenos Aires, and how it the, the, the analysis of the Eucharist in 1996 is tied to a miracle hundreds of years before. It's the same. It's, it's his one body. Now, Christ is not, he did not come down to earth to dupe us, to fool us. We fool ourselves when we don't want to accept fully what he teaches. I struggle with it too. I struggle with things that I hear. I'd rather not read them. But God has given me the grace, the humility to know, to kind of catch myself and say, no, I, I can't take on my interpretation or I can't reject what I'm reading here. I must accept it. We have to be all in. Again, this is either true or it isn't. Take, take a, make your choice. We have a choice to make. But I, I, I would say to you, if you think it's not true, what Jesus is saying about his body and his blood, if you think it's not true, you owe it to yourself. I think you have a responsibility. Because it came from the mouth of Jesus, do a little bit of research. And read from people that have been converted on this subject. Read from people that for many, many, many years have, have believed this and adored Christ in the Eucharist. There's a lot of information we have at our fingertips, thank God, thanks to the internet, that not only support this, but will move you to incredible heights and love for our, our Lord and Savior. That he died for us, and he, as I said before, he figured out a way and of course God can. He can figure out anything, but he figured out a way to remain with us. We have the Holy Spirit who's alive, and we have the Eucharist that is alive. We are what we eat. I could go on and on. I am so humbled by all of this. I am graced with a semblance of appreciation. I don't appreciate it enough. My actions verify that. But I just am excited to share this with you on this day, the Feast of, the, the feast of Corpus Christi. And I will pray for all of you and your families that you, that you increase in your faith and your love of Christ in the Eucharist. The... the, the we like to say in the Catholic faith, the source and summit of our faith is the Eucharist. That's an understatement. That's an absolute understatement. 
I hope to be back with you soon. God bless, and I will pray for you.